so excited to welcome back to the She Impacts Culture podcast, Michelle Myers, founder of She Works His Way. If you haven't had the chance to listen in to part one of our conversation, be sure to do so. We kick off our cultural discussion around success and life balance. And today we continue that cultural discussion as we chat about the spiritual obstacle of being known, how to combat the being known thinking in our social media world, the problem with messages like follow your dreams, follow your passions, and do what makes you happy, and what it means to put God first. Friends, as you listen in, I want to encourage you to think through your professional life. And specifically, I want you to seek God and ask him to show you any cultural lies you have fallen for. And once he's shown you those lies, I want you to ask him to guide you as you seek to depend on him fully for everything you need personally and professionally. Friends, God is faithful. And as you seek him, he will order everything else in your life. Okay, so here's a question I have for you, Michelle. I would love to talk about the word balance because this is something that we see in our world all the time about living a balanced life. And so I actually did a Google search because I was like, you know what? I just want to look this up and see how many results come up for articles. I found over at least the number that it gave, there were over 5 billion results around the word balance. And I came across articles that said things like how to get your life back in balance, five simple steps for creating balance in your life, how to create a balanced life and find find balance and get your life back. So you've mentioned better life balance is not the solution order is. So let's chat about this. What do you mean when you say that? All right. So let me, first of all, if you have been connected to the She Works His Way ministry for a while, I need to tell you that we complicated this for a while uh, with the best of intentions, but I want to simplify it. I want to clear it up. We used to say all the time, God first, family second, and work third. Now, I'm not saying that it won't usually play out that way. But here's the problem. If I start to feel like my job is to order number one, number two, and number three. Oh, um, yeah. So here's, this is the thing. All right. I don't know if we have any professional jugglers listening. I am deaf. I'm not even an amateur one. What I know is that if you give me two balls to try and juggle, I can probably do that maybe for a little bit, but not very long. If you give me three, I'm going to drop them all. If you give me one though, and all I have to do is kind of do this little number and keep it, that's probably my best chance for not dropping things. So that analogy coupled with Matthew 6, 33, which says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Mm. So our job is not to try to figure out how to make God first, how to make our family second, and how to make our work third. And because the problem is, where does that line stop? Because before too long, we're going to have, and this is fourth, and this is fifth, and this is 73rd. We're going to have all of those things that come into play. If I keep God first, he promises that he will order everything else. If God is first in my life, 
He's going to make sure that number two, number three, number four, and number 875 are all in their proper place as long as he is first. But if I am trying to keep God first and all the other things moving too, then I'm going to do it imperfectly because my focus is not where it needs to be. Yeah. And so if you are looking for balance, you can't get it, but God can give it to you. Hmm. And so put him first and let him order everything else because the problem is we like formulas, we like measurements. And so we want to be like, okay, I'm a good mom if I do these things or if I spend this many hours with my kid. I'm a good wife if I do this. If there were those lists that were supposed to exist, God would have given them to us in scripture. It's going to look very different for all of us of how we're trying to play them out. Right. And so we can't allow ourselves to get focused on a list. We need to be focused on the person. We focused on God. Yeah. And if we will focus on him, he'll take care of the list. Mm-hmm. So if you try to achieve balance, you are going to crash. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of time. Yeah. And I think you always feel like a failure. Yes. Because you can't do it all. Yes. Like, you can't, oh. you're, yeah. No. No. And especially too, if I am trying to look to all these different measurements, Yes. Then I've got all of the different expectations that are coming in oh, instead of so recognizing, many. yes, that approval and that audience of one is the only one that matters. Yeah. And so if my eyes are on him, then it's not to say that it's not ever going to look weird to the world. Mm-hmm. That, that, that doesn't mean that. But we have to stay focused on just, okay, I am going to keep God first. Because here's what I know. If I keep God first... I am such a better wife. Yes. If I keep God first, I am such a better mom. Right. Oh, if I keep God first, I am so much better at work. When I come to She Works His Way as Michelle, it's not great. Right. Right. But if I come as the Holy Spirit in Michelle, that's much better. Yes. Much better. And so I am not trying to annoy you with simplification, but I am desperately pleading with you for someone that complicated this for far too long. Just keep God first and trust that he will order everything else. Because if he wouldn't order everything else, he wouldn't have told you that he would. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And that's what I've loved about our conversation here today is that in everything that we've talked about, whether it's work, marriage, family, success, being a professional woman, it's all about keeping God first. It's not the formulas. It's not the planning. It's not, you know, goals. Again, that stuff, there's nothing wrong with those things. But if it takes the place of God and God isn't first, then you're not going to experience the fulfillment that can only come from Him. That's right. And so I love that that's what this entire conversation has been based on. Okay, so here's my last question, because again, I could sit here and chat with you all day about these topics. As you know, I'm a college professor. And so I work with a lot of college students who are getting ready to graduate. Some of them have already graduated. They're getting ready to enter into the marketplace and start their careers and live their lives and all of that good stuff. So what advice do you have for them? I think I have an idea what it might be. Um, (laughs) But what advice do you have for them as it relates to work, leadership, faith, influence, all the things that 
are occupying their mind right now as they enter into this new season of life? Okay. So I'm going to just give you a flyover of yes, keep God first. Um, but I'm also, I'm just going to push you to live in person Christian community. Mm. Make sure that you have a local church home where you have people who know you, who are pouring into you, that you can pour into, where you can find a place to serve as an act of worship, not another thing on your to-do list, but as something that you get to experience, where you get to watch God at work through you in his plan A place of the local church, but we are seeing a shift toward autonomy and it is creeping its way into the local yeah. church. And God did not design us to live in isolation. If you go back to Genesis, he created this perfect world and he said, he created mountains, said it's good. He created sky, said it's good. He created light, said it's good. He created man, said it's good. The first time that he ever said that something was not good was when he noticed that man was alone. Yeah. Lack of community was the first problem that God ever noticed in the perfect world that he created. Because God in your life is wonderful. You need a personal relationship with God. So absolutely have a personal, thriving, growing relationship between you and God. That's keeping him first. But the second part of that equation is understanding that your relationship with God I'm going to quote my pastor right here. Shout out Bruce Frank. Your relationship with God is personal, but it is not private. Mm. It's not private. And so have a place of community because it does matter. It does matter. We were designed to do life with God and we were designed to do life with other believers for the purpose of making disciples for those who don't yet know him. Yeah. That's the entire thing. And so if you are moving to a new city, like, man, find you a church, find you a church, get plugged in and don't just come and sit because coming and sitting in a church that doesn't allow accountability to come into place. The church is not merely a building. It is a group of people. Mm. And so find a small group, find a place of service, and make those things a priority in your life as you are establishing your adult rhythms. And I promise you that will produce and multiply more that God wants to do in your life than you could ever do if you just decide to grow your personal relationship with him in isolation. Let the local church come alongside you. Let the people of God come alongside you. Allow other people that God created, that the Holy Spirit is inside of, to speak into your life and you speak into theirs too. Yeah. And when things in your life happen that are unexpected, because it's gonna, it's gonna happen, you will have a tangible, recognizable sense of God's presence through the people that he's put in your life. Yes. And so don't wait for crisis to need God's community. Because if you wait to get community until you need it, Mm, that's not a, that's not the right time. I'm not going to say God can't. I'm just going to tell you that's not the time. Yeah. So prioritize community in addition to prioritizing your personal walk with the Lord. Yes. What a 
beautiful reminder, not only for the college students, but even for us in a world Mm -hmm. right now where you can stream all of your church services online and never be with other people. And again, I'm not against that, but get out there, be with people. It's so, so important. Wow, Michelle, this has been fabulous. I have loved this again. I just, you know, I feel like we could talk forever. If I, my hope one day is to have a She Impacts Culture conference. If and when I do, I'm going to bring you in as a speaker because this was so, so good. So thank you for sharing your story and all the amazing things that God has been teaching you, because I know this is definitely going to impact my listeners. So in closing, how can my listeners best connect and partner with you online? Absolutely. So if you will go to sheworkshisway.com, there is a button in the top right-hand corner that will allow you to connect with the She Works His Way Network, where we have conversations like this one all the time. And in addition to connecting with the She Works His Way team, you also get connected with other women that also want these reminders in their lives. And I tell you every single time, unashamedly, the absolute best part of being part of the She Works His Way Network is the women that you get to meet there. Wholeheartedly, 100%, won't even try to compete with them. But we would love to have you there. We are on Instagram one day a week. So we show up on Tuesdays. We've just learned that in order for us to be able to really take seriously that we call the She Works His Way Network a discipleship community. We don't take lightly that we use that word. We can't be distracted by all of the people that we could be potentially talking to because it takes us away. We're still a relatively small team. And so we show up on social media on Tuesday, send us a DM. We'd love to say hi to you there, but we have our richest and best conversations inside the network. And so if this conversation breathes life into you, we would love to continue and get to know you inside the She Works His Way Network. Awesome. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the She Impacts Culture podcast. I so appreciate you and the amazing work that you are doing for faith-based women today. Well, right back at you, friend. This is important work, and I'm glad that God chose you to do it. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the She Impacts Culture podcast. I know how busy life gets. So the fact that you have faithfully chosen to spend a portion of your time with me means so much and something I don't take for granted. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the She Impacts Culture podcast, the best way to do this is to share it with your friends, your community on social media. Also, to keep up to date with all the happenings, I'd love to have you follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jen Bennett. Thank you again for your support. May God richly bless you as you impact culture through your influence and leadership for his kingdom. <laughs>